0: Hey, Mother.
1: Welcome to the party, pal.
2: Welcome to another edition of Yippie Kaye Mother Podcast. I'm Ralph Quartrucci.
1: I'm Sean Paul Murphy. I'm
3: Debbie Murphy. I'm Michelle Wojo Wojikowski.
2: I'm Brad Barrowy.
4: I'm John Quattrucci.
5: I'm Drew Gould.
4: And we have a new face today. We have uh, Ralph and our niece, uh, Julia.
2: Quattrucci. Say hi, Julia.
0: Hey, it's me. (laughs) Straight
2: Straight from Stoughton, Massachusetts. Julia, see who sponsors our show right here? Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pounce bar pizza. Um, Hello, everybody. Hello, Julia. Welcome aboard this fun trip we're doing. Welcome to our table. We call it our table because it started on a pool table. So Mm -hmm. if you hear me say table, that's why.
1: Just like it. How is everybody?
2: How is everyone? Good? We're
1: excellent. Excellent.
2: All right, well, tonight, tonight's film, John Quattrucci has brought to the table, but before we get there, let's talk about recommendations for the week. Okay, let's start with Drew.
5: Okay, well, I'm going to do one of the four things that uh, I was going to recommend, but I understand we're tight for time because we have a time. lot of singing to do. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually going to do um, a, re- a review that's also a public service message. I had the great misfortune of doing one of those rentals for uh, $20 because it can't be in the theaters. Oh, so no. I spent $19.99 to watch Antebellum, the new movie with Janelle Monae. And that is a hot piece of garbage. <laughs> <I> and <mean, laughs> really- <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Like a, It's like a, a Grindhouse <laughs> episode of Black Mirror. But not <laughs> mm-hmm. It wants to be this really smart genre movie um, about uh, slavery and the experience of being black in America, like get out was, but it's not. And um, it's really sort of pornographically violent and horrifying without paying off anything. Like I don't have a problem with that in a movie telling a story, 12 years a slave is pretty hard to watch, but you know, there are other movies that have done the genre approach to this, like um, Django Unchained, obviously. And um, my One of my secret pleasures, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> not great, but way better than this movie.: So <laughs> wait, your
4: recommendation to is to not watch this movie. Please don't watch it. OK. My wife I to write that one down?:
5: yeah. you, you did it for us? Yeah, oh, I didn't mean to, but yes, you're welcome. My wife was so angry. Uh, about how bad it was Uh, she says we need to get our 20 our 1999 back from janelle monet who stars in the movie who i normally love and she's not bad in it it's just terrible and i said i'm going to carry around a penny so if i ever run into her and she only has a 20 excellent don't don't see it wow do it well there you
2: go wojo and brad you're square
3: we watched One um, BR, which stands for One Bedroom, um, on Netflix. It's a new movie, creepy as hell. We both really liked it. It's um, it's got some gore. I mean, some you know violence that you just. I just you know put the blanket nice. and call him to tell me when to look. Um, <laughs> but we both really like the ending. It's it's an ending that doesn't explain everything. And sometimes it's good just to let it go. So we weren't sure if we were going to like it or not, and it it kept coming up. You know, you'll like this movie, and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. yeah, because we watch gore and creepy stuff all the time. <laughs>
2: not at all. It's called what? One br. One br. Okay. Mm-hmm. And who direct? You know who who made it? Who is it? Stephen King novel or just
6: no? No. Okay. No. Excellent. Current, yeah, but um, he's going like to look up. I have to look up did it.
2: Well, while you do that, tell us, John, jump in. What do you got?
4: Well, uh, nothing with gore or anything. For those of you who don't know, I'm a huge Elvis fan, which probably seems surprising. Shocker. So (laughs) I happen to watch uh, Viva Las Vegas. And uh, Elvis at his peak and Anne Margaret at her peak, and the two of them together, electricity. Great movie. If you want to watch an Elvis movie, that's the one to watch. Excellent movie, and they're great together. That's it. Fantastic.
1: Debbie and Sean, your square well, is up. Well, we're going to go with um, oddly enough the same day we watched um, the film we're about to watch. Uh, Royal Wedding was on. Oh yeah, remember, was nice. on Turner Classic Movies. Not a not one of the world class musicals, despite you know the presence of Fred Astaire. However, it has one scene that is absolutely amazing that competes with what we watched tonight. And that's the scene you probably all saw it, where he dances around the walls and yeah. the ceilings and all. And I tell you what, you can sit there and watch that. And you can know exactly how they filmed it and how they created it. And, you know, because it was obviously done practically. But it's still amazing, even when you know it's a trick. It is, right. you know, so, it's trick photography and how they're rotating it it is still absolutely amazing and it does little tricks like you think well it's already switched but no not quite but then i switch it it's an absolutely amazing dance number it's an amazing technical piece and he's so he's so graceful when he's bouncing from the wall to the floor to the ceiling it is pretty incredible the way they did that yeah so that was um uh, you know i don't You know, it's an easy musical to get because it fell into public domain. So, I mean, like when DVDs first came out, like every company offered a copy of Royal Wedding. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, all the the bottom feeders. But it's an amazing scene. It's worth seeing for that scene alone. Yeah, it's great. It's it's funny. Go ahead, Debbie. I
7: just wanted to jump in here and tell John this. Our granddaughter is related to Elvis Presley.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And well, we were, we're trying have, yeah. to show her Viva Las Vegas. Right. We'll, we'll, talk we'll talk after the podcast.
4: We'll talk after the podcast. Thank you, thank you very much.
2: Um, there was one of my favorite Honda ads ever done. Was a, an ad where uh, Honda is up on a wall like a piece of art, and the guy gets in the Honda and drives away. And they use the same technique they used in that royal wedding, you know, with the mm. yeah. ro- the rotating room. <clears throat> amazing, mm. amazing shot.
4: All right, I want to talk about.
2: Wait, Ralph. Before you
4: go, we should ask our
2: guest. Oh,
4: Julia. Okay. Any Julia. recommendations you want to make? Just one though. We've got to keep it short.
0: Just one. Jeez. Well, um my one of my favorite movies this year, I went to Belgium and I took myself to a movie theater by myself because that's what I was doing and I watched a movie in French, dubbed in Dutch, and it was a time it was like a forbidden love time piece and I didn't understand any of it. <laughs> <laughs> Hysterical by the end of it cuz it was just like so moving and it's called um portrait of a lady on fire
5: oh i really want to see that
0: (laughs) but it was a gorgeous movie like beautifully shot and watching it in a different country in like an independent theater by myself listening to it in one language and reading it in another and not understanding it (laughs) it was beautiful (laughs) but you did
4: understand just what you were seeing oh i mean
0: you when a film is shot like that where you can just feel it and you don't even have to listen to the words like it was really great. So oh, I, awesome. I've seen
2: trailers for that film. It looks phenomenal.
4: It's it's
0: very very good. Yeah,
2: it's on. The- nice. All right, good good poll. All right, Ralph. We're coming up on the uh, seven minute mark. Make it quick. Uh, now it's my turn. Uh, I watched a documentary on Netflix called "The Social Dilemma." Has anyone seen this?
3: No, yes. but that did come up.
2: If you do, it you'll never want to get on your phone again. Oh oh yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, uh, it's amazing breakdown of what all these companies are doing to keep us staring at our phone and to keep all the information on us. Uh, And it's all these interviews with guys who are in the um, tech industry. And the main guy, I can't think of his name right now, is a guy who quit Google um, to create a humane social, social media company. And he does a lot of TED Talks, I guess. But it's a pretty brutal breakdown of these insiders telling us what they do to keep us hooked on our phone. And this psychological stuff that goes on every time we click something and why we're choosing that one. And they do this kind of nice behind the scenes of these, the AI that's involved in what people are doing to keep us hooked. It's an amazing uh, documentary and it kind of freaks me out a little bit. If I didn't have to keep my phone for work, there were there were apps on there I just wanted to get rid of, news apps that I look at all the time that I'm always curating and watching and Uh, because they just know how to get right to what you need to keep you on the phone. But they also, it's like
4: Amazon. They do the same thing on Amazon. You look up something, all of a sudden you're getting all these, it's all
2: of them. All of them are doing it. And they thought when they, these are, these are all engineers who started in the business. They all thought they were doing good for the world. And you know, some things are good. Some of the stuff that comes out of social media is good (laughs) stuff. People, you know, with the fire, you know, anything, think about all the good things that come out. But, once money gets involved and and corporations get involved, that's when it all gets skewed and this this is what the doc kind of broke down. Amazing show. It's really really well done. Excellent. So watch
4: it. All <laughs> right. So what did you say? I said I'm
2: afraid to watch it. Yeah, text me. I'll tell you what to do. I'd
1: be happy to watch it if you do get rid of stuff. And that's everything. and by the link. way,
4: subscribe, hit the notification button and hit yeah. the like <laughs> on yeah. social media. <laughs> I feel so bad doing that, but you got to do it. Oh, that's right? right. You just killed us. All right, John,
2: tell us what you brought to okay, the
4: Okay, so this week, and uh, I explained mm. this last podcast, but I'm going to explain it again for Julia. Uh, I wasn't sure which movie I was going to pick. It was between this and maybe Citizen Kane, and then Julia texted me and asked me if we were going to do uh, uh, Singing in the Rain, which is the movie I picked. And if we did it, Oh, very (laughs) nice. Could she be on it? Well, that settled it for me. So that's the movie I'm going to pick. So, uh, singing in the rain is considered the greatest American movie musical of all time. And for most people who watch it, you can certainly understand why it was a little different than musicals up to that point where it really had a solid story Mm -hmm. about the transition from silent, to talking pictures
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
4: th- it had a little more structure Than most musicals at the time Where usual we're going to put on a show That type of thing mm-hmm. um, The way it started was uh, Arthur Freed Who uh, had the Freed unit at MGM Who did all the big musicals Had all these songs he wrote And all the songs that are in the movie So he went to Betty Comden And um, uh, Adolph Green who were, who were big writers in the movies Back then and said, here's the songs. I want you to build a script around these songs. And one of the songs was Singing in the Rain. So um, they created it. And then Gene Kelly, who was at the height of his power, because he had just made American in Paris, which was going to go on to win the Academy Award for Best Picture. They brought it to him. He wasn't the first choice. Um, I can't even remember who it was, but it, it was something different. anyway. It was going to be a Western star who was going into talkies. Is that how it was originally went, not, not a vaudeville guy. So they went to Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly took a look at it. They brought on Stanley Donnan and the two of them co-directed it. Donnan did the acting. Uh, Gene Kelly did everything else. Um, He brought in Donald O'Connor, who uh, they originally wanted to bring in his buddy from American in Paris, but that guy couldn't really dance. So they brought in Donald O'Connor. And Donald O'Connor says, yeah, it was really weird the way it happened. They asked me to do it. And I said, yes, that's what he said. Now, Donald (laughs) O'Connor is a hoofer. He's not a dancer like Gene Kelly. So for him, it was real difficult because hoofers dance from the waist down. They don't do the hands. Gene Kelly got him to do that, and it it was a tough thing. And they also brought in 18-year-old Debbie Reynolds, who was 19 when they started filming. She was only a gymnast. She wasn't a dancer. So she had some issues uh, because it was tougher. And Gene Kelly, who I love, and I've read so many books on Gene Kelly, was a taskmaster. Uh, he was a perfectionist. So at one point, I'm going to tell this one little story. At one point they were rehearsing uh, good morning, good morning. That was the first number she had to do. They rehearsed it for three months. One day she's under a piano bawling her eyes out, uh, during a break. And all of a sudden she sees these legs and someone bends down and it's Fred Astaire. And Fred Astaire says, what's going on? She goes, I just can't get this right. Um, my, my feet are bleeding. I'm sore. He goes, oh, yeah. come with me. He brought her into the studio because he was also at MGM. And the one thing Fred Astaire never did was w- let people watch him rehearse. He never did that. He always rehearsed by himself. He had her sit down for two hours and watch him rehearse and watch how frustrated he got and how angry wow. he got and how it wasn't happening. And she, and she finally said to her, look, you just got to keep working harder and harder. And if you look at that number. Those two, uh, Gene Kelly and and, uh, Donald O'Connor have been dancing forever. She never did that. She kept up with those guys. And another thing that happened was uh, Gene Kelly started bawling out Donald O'Connor after a dance number. And uh, he didn't really understand why, but he said, okay, whatever. So then Gene Kelly goes up to him afterwards when they buy themselves. He goes, look, uh, that wasn't for you. That was for her. But I knew that Mm -hmm. if I yelled at her, I would lose her for the rest of the shoot. So I, I put that on you. I, so I just want you to know, I don't want you to take it. He goes, that's fine. Don't ever do it again. That's what he said. <laughs> so I love this movie because, uh, it's a joyful movie. It's not cynical in any way. The performances are great. Especially Jean Hagen who, yes. played, who played, um, uh, Lamont. Uh, and the thing about her is she was Danny Thomas's wife and make room for daddy. And if you looked at them, you would never know it was the same person. So there's one scene where Debbie Reynolds is dubbing Lamont, the singing and the speaking voice. Well, the speaking voice was actually Gene Hagen's real voice. It wasn't a dubbed voice. And the singing voice was actually someone else dubbing Debbie Reynolds, wow,
2: dubbing Gene that's Hagen. Ama- amazing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> almost, almost makes you want to like the movie, really. So, uh, wait, do you want to see a trailer or do you want to keep going? Well – you see, I just love talking about this movie but yeah ah, I got it that's trail. why I want to know watch the trailer I, I got a lot of thank notes you. here Ralph <laughs> okay I know I know and now the original and, trailer I got was four minutes long well yeah we don't want to this is not us. that trailer because <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't sit through that one again but here you go <laughs>
4: god i gotta get out of here all right enough it has a fiddling enough 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 of that it's a period piece obviously set in the 20s a lot of the a lot of the things that happen in the movie are based on real things that happened to silent stars transitioning to sound yeah so a lot of those stories are actually real um the uh the cameos in it uh a 17 year old rita moreno Mm -hmm. I played Zelda. Her scenes actually got cut, but she was in it there for a minute. Kathleen, uh, Kathleen, uh, I can't even think of her last name. She was the nun in uh, Blues Brothers. Kathleen Freeman. He played the vocal coach. Yeah, yeah. He was in it. it.
3: Mm -hmm. Um,
4: And the music is great, but the two numbers that I love the most, I love, obviously I love the Singing in the Rain number, and originally it was supposed to be done by all three of them, but thank God they changed it to what, what he ended up doing and the other Control one, free. my favorite number in the movie is Moses Supposes, because the way those two dance together <laughs> oh, is unbelievable. Now, I'm trying. I'm going to so drop. So I, I've done a lot of musical theater, and Wait. We, ha- we have to dance, but like, I can move in rhythm, but that stuff, I, I'm amazed by it. They don't look at each other. They're in perfect lockstep, perfect uh, synchronized dancing. It's incredible, and it's just a movie that the whole time I'm watching, it, I'm just smiling, and when I'm done with it, I just feel happy. That's why I love this movie. And I love Gene, Gene Kelly to me. I love Fred Astaire, but Gene Kelly, where he, where, where Fred Astaire is elegant and moves gracefully, uh, Gene Kelly is a, a masculine dancer. Like, he punches things, and he, the way he moves, it's just incredible. I love it. So anyway, that's my
2: take on it. I just, one quibble <clears throat> before I go to Julia, because I want to go to the millennial before everybody else. Is that okay? <laughs> Uh, the solid story that you said was wrapped around. I get it about the yeah. silent movie stuff, but we'll I'll quibble on whether it was a solid story or not. And no, how no. I'm saying it. relatively speaking the way music. I understand. Was made. I, I read that it was a script. It was designed. Warranted. They had the music already and they said, Hey, fill it in with script. We got all the dance scenes, that whole Broadway number that he does for 17 minutes. What's that have to do with the story? Nothing. But anyway, Julia, take it away. Old soul. <laughs>
0: Um, so I watched this movie for the first time when I was seven with my oh, wow. mother, grandmother. So not your mother, but and she's like, I love this movie, like classic. And I remember just like watching it and like never, I don't think I'd ever seen a musical at that point. Cause I'm, I'm, or like on TV and just like falling in love with like the tap dancing and the, the make it make them laugh scene when he's just like flipping off the walls and all that. And I probably watched this movie like once or twice a year since that point. Um, And just like a little tidbit funny story, my dad, so your brother, um, used to play Good Morning every single morning for an entire school year at seven. (laughs) And we were just like, what the hell? I honestly look back and I'm like, I miss him playing Good Morning. (laughs) to Like that song and he it up all the time. Um, Watching it as an adult, um, like you said, it feels like like this this movie was made for gene kelly he made this movie for himself so he could showcase his dancing and all that jazz um but again it's just like very fun and good and i love all the songs um um yeah but i don't know i love it
2: like <laughs>
4: you look at are smiling
0: just talking well about first I of am, all it's like it's a, it's a good feel-good movie and i i mean yeah
2: my dad played every morning Folsom City, uh, Folsom Prison Blues by Johnny Cash. That's what I heard. <laughs> well, and John Philip Sousa. That,
4: yeah, that A little bit Well, he also so. loved Moody so. Blues, <laughs> yeah. Days of
2: Future Past, because there was an orchestra in that one. Yeah, so he like played it. that all the time. All right, so that's uh, anybody else want to? Drew, Drew, I'm interested in Drew's take on this.
5: Well, when you show, oh, yeah. when you show the trailer, you're going to have to go back and you're going to have to cut mm-hmm. in. Um, some moments of John and Julia watching it because it's, they love it. And there's a lot of this to this. (laughs) I'm being very honest. It was very sweet. And, you know, when somebody loves a movie as much as you guys do, it's sweet to just see it uh, come out when you're, you're seeing, and you know, there's certain movies we've seen literally a hundred times and they still feel that way. And that's pretty special. Um, I don't know. I had never seen this movie before. Um,
2: Having said that, we were 't the only ones. look at that
5: no, I know i don 't know why um it 's not like I actively avoided it or something um, but it's actually and i didn 't know it was about the transition to sound i didn 't know it was set in nineteen twenty seven These are all things that i 'm interested in in um in the uh, <laughs> in that's all right he's saying his uh, uh, piece, yeah, hazy, uh, give me a break kid so um <laughs> You know, it's, it's a movie that's shot about a transition when everybody's lives and careers were up in the air. and it was shot in the 50s during a transition when the uh, Supreme Court said you can't, the studios can't own theaters, and the um, television is born and the red scare is happening. And so there's all this tension in this story that I just didn't, I didn't expect, and that's got my dog super worked up. <laughs> also, I, I don't know why I didn't watch it, because I, I don't remember a lot of Oscar moments, but when Stanley Donan won the honorary Oscar, uh, it was very sweet, and he started singing, dancing cheek-to-cheek, holding it up to his uh, face, and it's one of those very genuinely sweet Oscar moments, so that was really nice. But... Um, I'm looking at – so I took some notes, and uh, when Debbie Reynolds threw that pie and missed Gene Kelly, I actually Mm -hmm. said out loud, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) That shot of Debbie Reynolds on the ladder Mm -hmm. when we set the scene and then it cuts to her is just just beautiful. And I I really enjoyed it. It's a really joyous and wonderful movie. The singing in the rain scene, which, of course, I've seen in every – you know, montage of classic films or whatever, that I had no idea how it fit into the story. So he is in love, and he can't help himself, and he's joyful, and it was just lovely. So, you know, it's it's not going to be my favorite movie. It doesn't have enough um, Mad Max in it. but I was going (laughs) to say,
3: it's not set in the desert.
5: (laughs) It's a very, very fun film, and I get why it's so special. And Gene Kelly, man, I mean there's really nobody like him uh, as far as the way that you guys are talking about the way he dances, the way he moves. And I mean, he's like, Tom Cruise is the best runner ever <laughs> 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 the, the, the dancing. So uh,
1: thanks,
5: thanks for bringing awesome. it to the, to the conversation because I really enjoyed it.
1: Excellent. Uh, Sean, Debbie over there in that square. Well, I got to say, I was recently doing my list of, um, I'm going to put up on my blog my top 100 favorite films. This film is number two on the list, so obviously I like it. Wow. I like it a great deal.
3: What's number one, Slapshot?
5: The Counselor. I knew that.
1: (laughs) 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 Unstuck or Proxy. Proxy. (laughs) You'll have to wait for the blog to see that. (laughs)
6: The
1: hard part is getting all those ones in the 70s and 80s in the right order. You know, those, but... um. I just love this film. I had it on Super 8. I mean, I saw it as a kid. It's, it's like, you know, Gene Kelly's amazing. The dancing's amazing, especially once I learned to dance. I'm like, once I took dance lessons and could dance, you know, I appreciated it all the more. And uh, it's amazing to watch these two guys, uh, Gene Kelly and Donald O'Connor, dancing together. And then that plucky little Debbie Reynolds in there. Who is absolutely adorable. Adorable. She is Mm -hmm. amazing. She is so sweet. You know, who could not fall in love with her watching this movie? And um, I loved, you know, I always loved movies about the movies. And this is one (laughs) of the best movies about the movies. You know, it's a lot of fun. As I've gotten older, um, and it's funny because in one of the commentary tracks, a special feature, someone brought this up. It's like they are really mean to that Lena character. One person was saying, I could see her leaving that theater and going home and killing herself. <laughs> you know, after that but they do they do get the right note by having her basically wanting to steal right, you right. Know, Kathy's career. Right. So then she does deserve the fate they put on her. I mean, what did they think she was? Stupid? You know?
2: I love she was my favorite character in the film.
1: Yeah, she was great yeah. in that. <laughs> I, I loved it when every time they said that line, they said it like four times. All, everybody just kind of looks at each other. Yeah.
7: <laughs> well, one thing I loved about this film is sort of like the concept. Because we're sort of in the transition, you know, what talkies went to um, motion pictures when they were speaking. We were kind of doing this deja vu thing all over again with podcasts. You know, when you remember the first, it started with, well, the old people remember where they, our grandparents would tell us stories about listening to the radio. radio yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: And yeah. then
7: it went from the radio to uh, motion pictures. And then from there to talkies and sort of like, we don't got nothing, you know, we have the podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank God for Tuesdays. Right. But, um, Another thing too, Debbie Reynolds, uh, Carrie Fisher, we had the pleasure of seeing her in concert and she said, she, her mother would call her and say, you know, she goes, this is your mother, Debbie Reynolds.
1: Yeah. <laughs> literally anytime her mother called her, she would always say, hi, this is your mother. Debbie, Debbie Reynolds."
7: In case <laughs> okay, she forgot. Yeah. But another thing too, I want to say, I'll just throw this out there and I'm done. But, uh, is like Sid Cherise. you know, the dancing part. I feel now this is the way I feel about Debbie Reynolds, because everybody loves Debbie. I think she could have done that scene and it would have been more you know, we, we go back to fix this the movie. I would have had Debbie do the whole thing because it sort of like cut the movie in yeah, half
4: Debbie Reynolds couldn't do the mm-hmm. couldn't do the ballet.
7: No, well,
0: they didn't.
4: No. I mean he wanted I mean, Gene Gene Kelly Kelly,
0: Sid I to do it.
4: Yeah. He said he wouldn't he put thought her,
0: she was the better dancer. He
4: wouldn't put Obviously. her in that position. Because it was way too difficult a number for her to do. Well, just the way he pulled her up in that yeah. scene, where she like goes I mean, up. I said was, and it was a fantasy number too. So, so yeah, it, it, it
7: took me out of the movie. I mean, oh,
2: I, I, yeah, because yeah. it had nothing to do with the film. No, okay. It had everything right, no. to do with the film. Sorry. Oh, yeah, 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 it did. <laughs> the gangsters and the, okay. Uh,
7: yeah, I'm uh, with you Ralph.
2: I'm I, I see Well, that. I mean, Citrus was great. I mean,
7: Yeah, you know, she was beautiful
2: and I think she got a movie contract out of this. She had he never did, yeah. been with in Fred film Astaire. before.
7: Yeah.
2: And then and Ballets, the only thing she'd ever done. So this was, and I heard some stuff about having to cover up her private yeah. parts. Could, yeah, we saw that. Oh, the reason.
1: scarf scene. So, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I have to freeze frame, but I didn't see I didn't see any of that stuff. Um, <laughs> Wojo, do you guys like it or not?
4: We do. <laughs> but I didn't
3: expect to. And I'll tell you why. You know how we've talked before about there are certain times where, depending on what's going on in your life, you either like a movie or you don't? Well, the only time we could really watch this was Saturday night. And the last thing I felt like doing Saturday night was watching a musical. And I thought, oh, I'm going to hate this. I know I'm going to hate it. Wait, this. wait,
4: you, had you not seen this?
3: No, we had never okay. seen 100%. this. Yeah. And, um... And I kept thinking, I, I just am good. Because actually, we were arguing, because I said, I know, hard to believe, yet true. <laughs> <laughs> Is I said, you know, I really don't want to watch this tonight. And he said, well, the Ravens game's tomorrow, and then blah, blah, blah. And then I wind up rushing it, and da, 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 So, so it was basically the only time we could watch it. So I went into it fully expecting to not like it at all. Because of the frame of mind you were in. Yes, because the frame of mind I was in, and it just made me so happy. (laughs) It did. I mean, um, I probably my favorite um, dance sequence was make them laugh. I mean, I just loved that. And then when I read about it and read that Donald O'Connor wound up in the hospital yeah. in <laughs> that scene and then Gene Kelly cool. had to tell him that they screwed up and yeah. had fogged the front of the, the um, lens and he had to do it again. <laughs> and he said he would do it again. I mean, I just, I felt for that guy cause it was funny because like um, John had mentioned mm-hmm. how Fred Astaire let Debbie Reynolds, you know, watch him um, practice. You know, watching Donald O'Connor do those dance moves, I I said to Brad, he must be covered in bruises. I mean, just how he was throwing himself on the floor and doing this and doing that. But it looks so flawless.
6: It looked effortless.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And And he smokes four packs of (laughs) cigarettes all day.
3: (laughs)
6: He had. Uh, I and, work puffing work and puffing.
3: Work. Yeah, he and he said work
2: the work. cement, the cement floor was really hard, yeah. and you know, all that. And he, like you said, he had to redo it to yeah. be Well, the and today for three days.
3: they they won't let dancers dance on cement floors for movies. I mean that's been oh. a long time thing. In fact, when they did Michael Jackson's Thriller video, um, a lot of the dancers in there sued and said they weren't coming back to work because they were making them dance on concrete. So that makes a huge difference when you're dancing and in what it's going to do to the rest of your body. So, but we both really, really like this movie.
6: Brad, anything you want to add? Yeah. I, I, well, of course I loved all the numbers and the dancing. And, um, I mean, so I, I was watching some of those dances. I mean, I'm thinking all the technology we have today and all the little camera tricks and everything they can do now. And all of that was just, them dancing and I'm thinking how how do you even make your body move that way is I was thinking a couple times. Um but yeah it was it was really enjoyable. And he, even the 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 little scene like the um the one scene I really loved a lot, a non-musical scene, was when they kept trying to film find a place for the mic. Yeah. <laughs> and then at one point they heard her heart beating. Then <laughs> yeah. the guy comes in and pulls Oh yeah, it was it was, just, it was just really funny and when he the yanked cord, the cord and she goes flipping off the back yeah. Uh-huh. But um, but no, it just like everybody else. I mean, it was a very It just made you happy. It was just yeah. a movie. but I also I mean I I didn't expect to not like it like Michelle, but I was a little surprised, kind of like along the lines of what Drew was saying. Is I, I really didn't know the story of it, and I just think oh, it's just yeah, a musical. But it, it, it was a very interesting story about the transition mm-hmm. and everything. I really enjoyed that mm-hmm. part of it too. Um, so it yeah. was nice
3: it, having a musical that had what we both considered a strong story, Mm -hmm. you know, because a lot of times it's just, we're going to sing. We're going to do a little bit in here. So it makes it look like it's, and that was what was so different (laughs) about this movie. This was different. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: Ralph, why did you switch cameras?
2: Uh, Camera one died. So I had to switch to camera two, but wait, camera one's back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I was worried. That goes. All right. Is it my turn? Yes. Since my camera came back. I guess I am just a cynical a-hole.
3: No, you think
2: and I am just going to say I didn't hate the film. Okay, this is a ring endorsement. I didn't hate the film. I okay, musicals in general. The conceit of a musical is crappy story around music. Okay,
7: right. Uh,
2: except I'd like some good acting in between the the music that's going on. And I don't. And you know how I am about these old movies. These old. In your face, Broadway. Hey, I'm Gene Kelly. Look at that scene at the beginning where he comes up to the, the thing and they're doing the interview. I, I was gone from that minute. Now, do I. He was a phony.
1: He was supposed to be like that. No,
2: he's. Well, he's. Okay. First of all, I was a taskmaster in the. I mean, he was beating up on everybody yeah. behind the scenes. That's, I love reading about the stuff behind the scenes way more than the film. Do I appreciate the dancing? 100%. That's, that's an art that is amazing to watch him do the things he does. And Donald O'Connor as well. And frankly, Debbie Reynolds, who wasn't a dancer, was flawless as well. You know, I know they're doing it over and over and over, but, you know, they get it. The spinning stuff he does where he spins around and and flips around, the jazz stuff he does, the singing in the rain. I was amazed at the umbrella work he was doing, Mm -hmm. just the spinning of the umbrella and the way he can kick it and it flips it up. and, And that's most of that scene is in one take. They cut away a little bit. But there are long portions where that goes on for a long time. So you know that that has to be precision. And they had a drought. There's all this stuff going on behind And he the had scenes. the flu. Yeah. I just can't deal with crappy acting. And Don, tell me, the, okay, that scene you love about the, what's the song where they do with the guy, the supposes speech? Poses, Okay. Why does Donald O'Connor come walking in the room in the middle of his class? Because it was a, a duo dance number. That's exactly right.
5: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's it. Right.
4: So they have that's this scene, they gotta connect it. With, how are we gonna do that?
2: Well, let's have the annoying guy come in and interrupt. Why a, did the head pop stagion? out
4: in Jaws? Why did that head pop out in Jaws? Okay.
2: Okay. Don't that wasn't originally filmed. No, why'd they do that? Don't don't do that. For realism. <laughs> I, mean, I know. This this film this <laughs> I mean, film is voted number five top film ever made. Yeah. On some list. <laughs> I'd like to know who did that list. Number two on mine. Well, it shows up on everybody's. Honestly, top honestly, I don't get it because the story. The, the 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 I get the idea that it's the silent film era switching over. I understand that, and Brad's right. The, the my favorite scene is the microphone. The director getting all frustrated about where the mic. That was funny. The woman playing that. What's her name? The Jean Hagen. Jean Hagen, fantastic. I thought. She what was about great.
4: the? Uh, what about when Kathleen Fremont was doing the diction? Can't. Can't.
1: I can't.
2: know but yeah. the funny part of that was, was Caunt, Hagen. By the way, Hagen yeah. I looked her up. She was in some uh, Streets of San Francisco shows too. Very impressed with that, with Michael <laughs> Douglas. I just can't get the bad acting in between the songs drives me I mean, insane. Me I can't take me. myself out of it.
1: And I know every I musical. I don't think there's of... a bad acting performance wow. in this movie. But how can well, you I think say everyone's that? No, you're, 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 I don't you, understand that.
2: You equate
4: naturalistic acting with good acting. Uh, you thought the guy playing the head of the studio was a good
3: actor? I thought he was fantastic. Oh, oh. I oh. thought he was. Well, back then, they always talk like this. That's, the head of the okay. studio said, Everybody looking at, at each other. we've that scene
2: at the end where they got Debbie Reynolds this. behind. The oh, no, no, no. three of them are looking at each other.
3: Let's do this. We're going to talk about it. Off. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
2: but now, See? are <laughs> yes, completely Drew. Has Drew it. That's exactly I want
5: to hear what Drew has to say. Ralph, it's, it's actually a period film. So, do you not like the way people acted in the 50s, or do you not like the way people acted like they were acting nice. like in the 20s? In the fifties, because I guess I don't like the way they acted, and the, I don't like that style
2: of acting. I mean, that's I that's totally fair, but I mean, it, that's that's how I I just don't like it. it. Felt like it felt like they it, were. It, it takes creating. me completely out of the film. This is just again, okay. I'm going to be the contrarian here. Completely out. Do I appreciate singing in the Now, I didn't know singing in the rain is a song that's been in a dozen films, including. I didn't either. A Clockwork Orange. is But why I didn't know I that it
3: had been in like. Eight or nine films before this.
2: I had no. I thought it was created for this film. No, right? it originally
4: it was originally a Broadway melody, and ukulele. Okay. Mike sang it. Who was Jimmy okay. Cricket?
2: Fantastic! That's awesome. I That's still am glad. I, I never it. saw this film, so I. I um, tidbit for I, I just it's that, and when I found out that they wrote the scenes in between to fill in all like that seventeen-minute Broadway. Uh, Dancing um, had nothing to do with the film. Yeah, right. But they,
4: But they, the way they put it in, but the it was film, beautiful. It had Here's everything how they put it in Gene it was, Kelly goes, He said, I'm going to dance. Uh, wave, what's wave, wave, the big wave. number going to be like? Let me describe it for you. And right. then when it's over, the guy says, I just can't visualize it. I get the joke. After they ha, just ha, did a ha, 17 ha. minute ballet, right.
2: a 17
3: <laughs> minute ballet.
2: That's gotta a, dance. That is a highlight of the movie.
3: Okay, so let me ask you. Now, um, have I
2: been whistling, singing in the rain all day? Yes, I have. Okay,
3: no well, That's something. Um, that is something. With Small your proclivities, Ralph, that we all know of your proclivities. How exactly does the scene where um, Cameron Diaz does that to the put <laughs> of to the windshield. No. Car. How does that fit in? That is so realistic because you know I talk to my girlfriends all the time and they say, "Oh yeah, remember the first time you screwed the front of a windshield?" Mm, Ralph, what do you get to say okay. about Nobody that? Nobody says is that, that. Good you know, acting,
2: Ralph. John, John brought up Jaws to compare. I'm got a little upset at that. Now I'm pissed off. Okay, <laughs> you don't bring up the counselor to compare to Singing in the Rain. There's something wrong so with so you. Ralph, to do Ralph that. You Not can, me When I never put over, two and two together.
4: when this movie was okay? over, you just thought. It was bad acting. I didn't like it. You didn't feel any like everybody smiling describing this movie. Everybody,
2: okay, this, you okay. didn't feel that at all. Yeah. No, I was up. I'm like Jesus. When is this thing going to be over? Wow! And I fell asleep. Yeah. And the scene I missed, which I went back and got, is the best scene in the movie, which is Donald O'Connor's "Make Him Laugh." Okay, where he's flipping around and doing all that stuff. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the dancing they did, but I can't. When Donald O'Connor comes, it's just that thing. I just can't stand that. When he runs At in, you throw the in trash that cla- on
0: him like that. You don't get that.
2: <laughs> I get it. I get it.
0: No, I'm I don't I'm agreeing like with it. Like, it doesn't make. I don't
2: easy. like the acting in between. Okay. Take West Side Story. I cared about Tony in West Side Story because he was a good actor. Grease, great acting in between all that music. Grease, okay. Grease. Did it's you just a say musical, Grease? It not had great acting in it. I did. Grease. <laughs>
1: the movie Grease. Who was doing that acting in Grease?
2: Sandy, I'm 31. <laughs> you're saying you're saying those hey, are bad actors. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is
4: Ralph. What I'm saying is you're 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 throwing on a musical, Grease, and you're going to use that now. West Side Story, I'll give you. I mean, uh, uh, the, I'm admitting no I'm giving you award, John, there.
2: John, John. Bernardo, you're not going to sell me. You're not going to sell me on singing in the rain. No, well, okay? but no, because well, I'm not the audience for singing in the rain. It's not even the acting that that's
4: bothering me that you're saying. You're saying. It didn't have much of a story. The whole point that made this movie one of the greatest musicals ever was the fact that it had a a, a story, a real story, unlike musicals prior to that. This had a story. You can Uh, say uh, the story story was written. And frankly,
2: there were some technical things he did in this film that were pretty cool. Some of the, the, the cross dissolves between the silent to the sound and vice versa. He was doing some wipes that I hadn't seen in a film like this, some things he was doing technically, so, creatively. So he didn't
3: I mean, like the John's story? I John's going to have a stroke but around it. Like, <laughs> which one should he? The highlight <laughs> of the movie was the wipe. First. Okay, what I is, a, the most, what yeah, is the I most famous? Question.
7: I have a question for yes. you, Ralph. Yes, Ralph, yes, if I yes. may. Yes, Debbie, please. What do you think of uh, Debbie Reynolds' performance? You guys
2: are right. She was adorable.
7: Oh, She was. And here's another thing that She fell things. in love
2: with him awful quick, though.
7: Yeah, well, not really. <laughs> oh, just look at the
2: way wait, most women was, fall in love
7: with He me. was 19 and he was 40.
4: I was just yeah. going to say, Ralph, that happens too every weekend. Give me a break. Uh,
3: <laughs> I'm do
4: I fall in love with you every weekend. Boom! Well, here's
7: where I defend Ralph's uh, criticism of this film. And I just only see it as just a small <laughs> criticism. Please, everybody relax. I love the film, too, but there's just when Sid Cherise took over. Now somebody else took over for Debbie Reynolds and his his name was uh, her name was Liz Taylor.
6: Oh. <laughs> was I'm gonna bring fisher? it
7: back. I'm gonna bring it back. And I love wow. Debbie Reynolds. I'm on the I'm on the Debbie Reynolds and God bless her soul. I love her. I think she is so talented. And I think she could have done that. I think she could have done the um the ballet. All with- I can say and is, give her a try, Debbie she was Reynolds. The main character.
1: I had the same kind of girl crush on Debbie Reynolds on this as with um, you know, Smokey and the Bandit with Sally um, Fields. Sally really?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I wow. find find them on the same level, wow. though. Um, you know, Sally Fields was a little more seventies. Uh, listen,
2: yeah. I there are some dance scenes I watch in films that almost bring tears to your eyes to watch people do what they do. I'm not going to lie. There are times you just, your breath gets taken away. I can't, this one, I guess I was set up, I guess because you were making such a big deal out of this being the greatest Broadway film or whatever no, ever made. I, I never said that. I got the feeling that that's what was being said. And Sean's number two. Greatest American list. musical of all time. Okay, so there you go. They call me number two all the time. And uh, <laughs> I, can, uh, I can appreciate uh, Gene Kelly's athletic dancing and, and all of them. I guess I just, I have trouble in between that stuff. And I just didn't buy the, I I like the story about the silent film coming from the background that I have. I kind of thought that was interesting. Like I said, the microphone scene was a riot. Uh, Her voice, what she was doing, you know, that's something that the Margot Robbie would do now, or somebody like that would do that. Or uh, even Working Girl, what's her name that did Working Girl kind of plays that. Melanie Griffith. Melanie Griffith could, you know, play that thing. I, I just can't get past that other stuff.
1: And that's just where I'm at. Well, Ralph. So Ralph, basically, you're saying you probably wouldn't like any film like pre 1967 because they all had the movie's acting style. Like they didn't that. all have the movie acting style. Most mostly.
6: It's you liked sort the of thing like, from another world, right?
1: I hated that.
6: <laughs> yeah. I had really bad acting in it. Yes. Um, well, I'm no, I guess I did You no, like, um, like
2: Goldfinger? You did like I think, Goldfinger. I think I made comments in that about it seemed a little over the top, didn't I? No. I liked Goldfinger. I didn't, you know. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess I, I as, as a naturalism started, I guess early 70s, Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I vibrate to. But again, West Side Story, I love. I could watch that all the time.
5: Ralph, don't apologize. Please.
2: All that jazz. Ralph, One of the greatest apologize. musicals ever made. You
5: just- I love you. have to apologize for not having the reaction that uh, other people, maybe even in your family, no. Yeah. I
2: apologize
4: for yeah,
5: Drew, yeah, Drew. He I, does. No, he I does. do he apologize, does apologize for I will. He watching, it. I will tell you something though. Sometimes there's movies that I see, and this is not telling you that you're wrong. I, this is kind of the experience I thought I might have with this movie. Sometimes I see a movie and I go, eh, I don't get it, and then I watch it again. And It's funny because. A movie that did that for me recently. Did you ever see the Coen Brothers movie, Hail Caesar? Yeah, yeah, I loved it. We, we so, hated, hated, hated it. I.
3: And we love the Coen Brothers. We saw but, when it when it first came out at the movies,
5: and yeah, we- I saw the movies also. Oh, it's like yeah. a proxy. care for it. Yeah. It's funny really, because I saw it again, and I think it's really good. And it takes place in the movie business in the '50s, in this era that they that they, they when they were making Singing in the Rain. And um, there's a there's so many jokes in that movie about other movies. Like, I also like movies about the business. They're not all good, but that's interesting. I do, too. But if you haven't seen that movie, uh, you know, I guess it was, this was what? Singing oh, in 1952. So yeah. before that, they did Anchors Away and uh, On the Town. And there's a scene with Channing Tatum singing about having to go out to sea. And it's a shame because there'll be no dames. And it is the most ridiculous dance scene in a movie ever that's both parodying the things that you didn't care for in the movie and also clearly in love with them. And so I think you should probably check that movie out because it might give you an angle. I will. Um, Ralph, here's here's my thing. Like like one of my
1: favorite films is The Searchers, but I think John Wayne gives a modern performance in the film, but you would hate everybody else in the movie. You might even hate John Wayne, but it's an amazing film, but it's old style acting, which is yeah. what John Ford really liked. He really liked like this broad yeah. humor, you know, like this go he'll have a very serious film, very often very dark, and he'd have this broad, you know, practically burlesque level humor in it. And like really broad performances. And I'll tell you one of the things I like about the Thin Man movies is that I feel that William Powell and Myrna Lloyd give very modern performances, yeah. but everybody else in their movies, it feels like they're in a 1930s mystery melodrama on the Broadway stage. Yeah. And as a result, they are so alive and vibrant in those movies. And, you know, it's sort of like, it's like a different, they're like in, a, in an entirely different world than the rest of the actors in their movies, except maybe Matt Pendleton. But, um, you know, so I, I know what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I think this prejudice of yours is, Gonna close some doors, but you can't help who you are. If you No, don't. I
2: definitely know. You've noticed know about me. I definitely have a prejudice against this style of acting. Yeah.
3: Well, and I, and I actually I get it. I give you the business about it, but I get it, Ralph, in that there are certain um you know, we tried to watch now this was a long time ago. Do you remember we rented um um Rebel Without a because Mm-hmm. And some of James Dean's we we turned it off. Now it could have been wet the time it was, but sometimes he was just like, ah, ah, and we were like, oh, my, what
6: was
4: that? The birth of method acting, him and Brando, yes, it know. was. Yeah. I had
7: to turn it well, off, the, well, the, well, the point, what I had to turn it off, too. I couldn't stand it,
3: yeah.
1: Oh, that and I so, I think, stand and, there, it.
3: and there are times in which we, um, like Brad and I watched Gaslight over the summer, he had never seen it. And still like the movie, but have to realize that people are talking like this. And why am I going over there? And then I'm going to go over here. And, you know, and that's just how they, that was the way they acted. So I get where you're coming from. Sometimes it gets on my nerves, but other times... I just suck it up because I want to see what the film's about. You mm-hmm.
2: know? Yeah. I know. I, I hate to spoil the party because it's it well, you know, yeah. obviously You're it's spoiling a classic.
4: We haven't heard from Julia that much. Julia, I want to hear a little more from you. What was your favorite song in the movie? And why is your uncle an idiot in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> John, that, that was going to be my next question, but I was working up to it. <laughs> Julia, Wait, I said,
0: which, which one's an idiot. Oh. Right. Well, I, know, I know you don't mean that I, know. Um, I appreciate that Thank you
2: Julia You're,
4: You can come I... back
0: <laughs> Favorite song uh, Is probably like Make Him Laugh Just like for the theatrics Just because of, it. of the way he did it well, and I watched it and I wanted to do that. And like, I remember being a kid. I'm like, I'm going to learn how to flip off walls. I'm going to learn how to tap dance. I'm going <laughs> like, to get on the floor and do the spin move when it would happen. Like when it would go. Yeah, there was um, dancing
6: in that movie. I Yes, loved it. there was. Yeah. Oh. And I was, I was so and, like it,
0: it inspired me to like, I mean, cause I did musical theater in high school and things like that. But like, this was the movie that kind of like set me off. But to um, Ralph's point, like, I do agree with you, but it's one of these things where I grew up watching this movie. I grew, like, I saw it as a kid, and you have this, like, image of it as a kid, right. and you're like, oh, I love it, and then you look back, and you're like, there's a lot, like, wrong with this, both, like, in film, but also, like, she's 19 and he's 40, like.
3: Yeah, that's a little exactly. with that, and that she just, like, <laughs> was moved
0: by him so easily, even though she was like, I don't see your movies, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they
2: were bullying, they were bullying, they were on, bullying uh, that poor actress. That poor actress that? got bullied. The poor actress got bullied. Oh, the whole for time. sure. Just because I mean, her voice wasn't right—that wasn't. I mean, she right. was that a pretty face, wrong.
3: and she was. But that she happened was to insane. a lot of the silent movie. Uh, of people. Of course,
2: it did. Even that thing where the you hear the clunk, clunk, clunk when she's tapping. Him, that's <laughs> something that actually happened in a real, in real life. So, IRL. Well,
1: that's what cool. about Shelley Duvall on, on The uh, Shining? They that's, bullied her into that performance. Okay, I, I, okay.
0: Scared right. the whole time.
1: We can't keep
2: bringing up movies that to compare Why I didn't like this one and bring up other films. Well you brought up the great sense. acting of Grease I'm not going to defend I think it's I'm not going to defend do. Carmen Diaz having sex with that car I just found it <laughs> fascinating that they would put it in a movie Okay <laughs> And you know <laughs> yeah. Why don't you ask my favorite song Have you seen The Counselor the yet? Nobody's seen The Counselor What was your favorite yeah, song I in the movie? I saw it, right? it was horrible It has to be Singing in the Rain, that's it I mean, I've heard all of them. Uh, Drew even made a joke. I didn't get it at first about is this going to go to one thirty? Then I figured out what he was talking about. That was funny. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. You know, and, and Steve, I didn't know Steve played that song. Ev, and I have to apologize. I'm sorry you went through that. But every morning to get up
1: to school, <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: that's that's, that's <laughs> child abuse. abuse. I'm yeah. going to have to he report him. I that think that
4: from that's, from that's
0: what that's what Papa did to you.
4: That's exactly it's just no, passing on.
0: You know, yeah. Yeah. He
2: did. You're so. sleeping your whole life away. Get up.
4: No,
0: yeah, look. Seriously. To be fair,
2: I, I I understand the love of this film. I just I just it just doesn't do it for me.
3: It's okay. So, mm-hmm.
2: Simple as that. Um,
3: we'll now be doing a ghost on to Me to provide off. therapy for Ralph to find um, out.
2: I don't think I need therapy. I think it's pretty clear what um I'm what's going kidding. on. In my
6: head. Okay, here's
3: a question. <laughs> I got a
7: question for everybody. All right. The best answer is it Fred or this guy?
1: Donald was up. Donald. Think-
7: Fred, I know
4: Fred Astaire versus. I Kelly. Kelly. they're two totally different types yes, of dancers, which, what, so yes. I don't think you can. I don't think you can pick We're one or the other. Draw
7: the lines. We're going to draw the lines.
4: I would say the most, by far, the most athletic is Gene Kelly, but if you look at the stuff Fred Astaire did, um, he's probably he's probably technically the better dancer. But I, I I could watch Gene. I listen. I could watch both of them. I, I think they're amazing, both of them.
2: Did uh, I had to add, did Gene Kelly do any dramatic stuff?
1: Yeah, I don't yeah. remember yeah. to it.
4: Yeah. Um, he did. was in Inherit the
2: Wind. Yeah.
1: Played a reporter. He was in
4: the Three Musketeers. Okay. It wasn't a musical. Uh, okay. He did some he did some dramatic stuff. From Stare was, was in Towering Inferno. Yeah.
7: <laughs> yeah, so it was, stair. He was, in was that, uh, the, They only yeah. did
4: one number together. They did one number together, two of them. Oh really? Yeah. It was a uh, it was a, a movie that had a bunch of different scenes in it with all their uh, studio people. And they did a, it was actually very funny because they incorporated their, both their styles into it. So they had to copy each other's style. It was actually really, really well done. They really respected each other.
2: I'll say this, uh, as much as I hated Donald O'Connor's character, because I couldn't figure out what his, he was a hanger on. Then he became a script writer. I, I it made me interested in seeing more of Donald O'Connor because I found him. Well, to go be,
4: rent Francis the talking mule. You'll love
2: it. I've seen <laughs> that one. I remember, but, but it did make me interested in seeing his stuff. So, I mean, there's that. I can say that.
3: It's beautiful. He had beautiful eyes.
2: Yeah, they all did back. I mean, I, he I was guess so it's just, good. I mean, and yeah. Gene well, Kelly, you could tell in the
4: choreography, he worked some of uh, his uh, Donald O'Connor's moves into the choreography. You could tell that. The other thing was that make him laugh number. Um, that all came about because he, he was messing around during a break, and Gene Kelly said, "We got to do a song for this guy." And one of the things he was doing that dummy. Was, was on the couch during a break and Donald mm-hmm. Carter started goofing around with it so in front of a bunch of people and they said can you do that again and exactly what he did that first time he did when they shot it so that whole Tackled bit it? he did one time before
2: I'll say wow. this he knows how to fall off the back of a couch because he did it about eight oh, times oh yeah now. yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah. So. I mean he was uh, they were great together even the opening number fit as a fiddle that whole number was
2: great when they were well together. I'm surprised the movie starts with singing in the rain like the three of them, I guess they had to do that well, for yeah, I mean, publicity purposes or because Gene wouldn't let them do it together and because Gene was a bit of a taskmaster. No, he wanted it all no, for himself. Yeah, I no, think that's, that's if you really not break it down.
1: That's now, going Gene, Gene Kelly was a very generous. He was. And he was a all, very generous a- star and actor.
4: They all say
1: he was a taskmaster, but, but
4: he made them way better. Debbie Reynolds said that. She goes, everything I became was because of him because he took the time. And Donald Connor said the same thing. He said he became a better dancer after dance with Gene Kelly. And they that- also
3: said the awesome. two hardest things she ever went through were childbirth and singing in the rain.
4: Yep, absolutely.
3: <laughs> like Run, that's-
4: when they slipped over the couch, they did 40 takes of that. Oh, my God. And they used the first take. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: that's Gene Kelly. All right. So, Julia, the way we rate these movies, don't really have to do this, I don't think, but. Is Yippee or Yippee Ki Nay? Okay, so we'll let you go first since you are our guest today.
0: I mean, definitely
2: Yippee Okay, everybody else.
1: Yippee
7: Ki yeah. Yay.
2: Yippee Ki Yay. Okay. Yippee Ki Yay. Do 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 do. I got no man crushes out of this film. I just want you to know zero. Not even. Except orange. I kind of like the the overacting director. The guy was flipping out about the microphone. He was a bit of an overacting <laughs> too. Yeah, so. And the sound guy was probably the best guy. Do you hear him turn and go, can't hear the mic? He was good.
1: I like this.
5: <laughs> uh, anyway, so. True. Yippee Yes, I said Yippee Kaye. He right, did. Yep. All right, so said, uh, Sean, Sean you'll be a, bringing
2: bro. the film next week. I'm sorry? Yeah,
6: he's a nay.
2: Yeah. We are going to be I going. Said, I did Jazz Hands to the Thumbs Down. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Next um, week, we're going to be going with a, another <laughs> film from the 70s. To bring <laughs> back the origins of the original thought of the... Uh, Very uh, realistic movie. acting. We're, we're, oh, sorry about that, well, you I guys. Don't know how realistic anything is in the movie, but we are going to go with... Um, my bad phone is gone. We're going to go with um, a film written by one of my favorite screenwriters, Paddy Chayefsky. Oof. Um, this is his... Um, he won three... He's the only screenwriter to win three Oscars as a writer, solo, and this is the second of his three wins. The first was Marty, the second one is the film we 'll be seeing the hospital, and the third is network and oh. A lot of people have not a lot of people have seen network and think yeah. well how greatly it predicted what was going to become of the news and that I think it 's really overshadowed the hospital and yeah. um, if you if, if you watch the hospital you 'll see it it 's sort of an experiment on the way that network would go. With similar um, revelations and stuff. All right, all
2: right. Save it for the pot. Save it for the podcast.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, Julia, have you seen either the hospital or network? Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, we, oh, really? I network? network.
0: give me
3: that.
2: We might have to bring her on. I mean, network's a classic. I'm mad as hell,
3: Julia. the, the, That's the original
2: genesis of this I'm podcast. was... Anymore. We had millennials on who had never seen any of these films, and we make them watch these films. Make and get, them? You like, keep well, it. you have to watch it to be on the podcast. No, well, you can. Whatever really, some you, actually some watch it on the way to the podcast. <laughs> that, you know what? That would <laughs> have helped me last night. I fell asleep halfway through Wait a minute. Through. Ralph, that didn't that
4: son do one where he literally did not watch the movie?
2: Mm.
4: And he no, actually, he and the he actually to the, the, the table. And, didn't, and it was and his movie. I watched he, one. I said, how come that guy doesn't say anything? He yeah, actually
2: fell asleep during that podcast, I go, Oh, that's an interesting way to go after it. So, yeah, so we would bring, and you guys would – the millennials would watch, and then we get their you know, their take on it, and it was pretty interesting. So that'll be a good one. Sean, who directed The Hospital?
1: Um, Arthur Hiller. Oh, okay. Who's? I would say his – you know, this is probably his best film. Then maybe Silver Streak. I know some people. Oh,
2: who- I just watched that last week. I told you guys last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a fantastic film. Very funny. Is that the tri- All right, well, there you go. So next week we'll do The Hospital. Okay. Uh, Julia great having you yeah, on Julia. thank you Thanks. i'm gonna yeah. immediately call your father and call him out yeah. for his child abuse he did good morning while up. good morning and then uh, the i'm sure if we bed. got if we had any people commenting on this i'd be getting a lot of crap from my view but since nobody comments who cares it's all good <laughs> oh, nobody's oh, gonna hear it oh, i'm <laughs> definitely
4: i'm definitely gonna comment on this one ralph
2: <laughs> i know you are definitely You always do yeah all right everybody have a safe week Hey. Uh, hopefully we'll stay out of the hospital for another week. You <laughs> like the way I did that? So then we can run wow. to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, All hospital. Right, what is bit, it? It's a big building with beds, but that's not important right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ah. See everybody next
3: week.
7: Uh, okay. hands. Everybody yeah. Jazz hands. Everybody
3: jazz hands. Jazz hands.